KMTT, new week, today's Monday, Kimitzion Tetzay Torah, and today's share as every Monday in this semester, Hilchot Tefillah by Harav Yair Khan. In today's year, we're going to discuss the din of Kovea Makam Tefilaso, but uh, we'll start with uh, a brisa brought down in, in, in the Sugin Brachos and Dafkavavim and Beis. The Gemara there discusses a machlokas that we mentioned last week, uh, whether the three tefilos, Shachris, Mincha, and Mariv, is Metuka and Keneged Midim, is it Keneged, is it parallel to the different Kabanos that they brought in the Beis HaMikdash? Uh, Shachris is the Tamit Shel Shacha, Mincha is the Tamit Shel Ben Arbayim, while Marev is the different Eivarim that were, that were burnt on the Mizbeach the entire night. Or uh, the Tfilos Keneged Avos Tiknum. Shachris was, was uh, started by Avram Avinu, Avram Avinu was Metake in Tfilos Shachris. Mincha was, the, was, uh, was Yitzchak, Yitzchak was Metake in Mincha, while Yaakov was Metake in Tfilos Arvis. The Brisa there brings the source. How do we know that Avram was metakein shacharis? Avram tikein feel shacharis neemar vayashkem Avram baboker el makom asher amadsham. The pasuk says that Avram woke up in the morning, early in the morning, and he went to the place that he had stood there. Ve'ein amida el tefila. The Brisa comments the term amida is referring to tefila neemar vayamod pinchas vayifalel. Because we have a different pasuk, va'yamod pinchas va'yifalel, and therefore when it says elamakom asher amadsham, it's referring to the tefila of of Avram Avinu. So you have a pasuk here, va'yashkem Avram Avoker elamakom asher amadsham. However, if we take a look at the uh, the source that the Brisa brings, I think we become a little bit perplexed. The uh, this pasuk is brought down after. Uh, Stom and Amora were destroyed. Uh, at that point, it says that Aram Avinu woke up in the morning, and the next day, following the destruction of Stom and Amora, he took a look. He went to the place that he had stood the day before. He took a look at Stom Vamora, where Stom Vamora used to be. And he saw that the entire land was filled with smoke. And at that point, he understood that uh, that his that uh, his request from Akash Baruch Hu to save Stom Vamora was were not uh, were not answered. And uh, that's basically the the context of this pasuk. Uh, if so, the question is, when did Avram Avinu daven? When was he mispalel? He woke up early in the morning. He went to the place, Asher Amadsham, in the past tense, where he had davened. And he took a look at Stom Amor and he saw that the entire location was, was filled with smoke. And therefore, what would seem to be indicated by this Pasuk is that if Amad is referring to Tefillah, Asher Amadsham is the, day, is the place where he davened in the past. When did he daven in the past? Apparently, it's referring to the previous day when he prayed to HaKadosh Baruch Hu and he negotiated with HaKadosh Baruch Hu to save Stone Va'amora, Vanoki Afa Ve'efer, if there will be 50 tzaddikim, 45 tzaddikim, 40, 30, 20, 10. And that was the tefillah of the day before, Asher Amad Sham. And the next day, the following day, he gets up early in the morning, 
he goes back to that same place where he had stood the day before, and uh, and he sees that the entire Stone of Amorah were, de- were destroyed. The question is, if so, the davening, the tefillah of Avraham Avinu was not the second day when he woke up early in the morning, but it was the previous day. At what point in the day did the previous tefillah occur? If we take a look at the beginning of Vayera, so it says, V'hu Yoshev Petach HaOel The Malachim came, the angels came to visit Avram Avinu in the middle of the day. At that point, Avram Avinu, who was Machnes Orchim, basically laid out a feast for them. As they were leaving, so HaKadosh Baruch Hu said he would reveal to HaKadosh Baruch Hu his plans for stone and Amora. Only afterwards did uh, Avram begin to negotiate with HaKadosh Baruch Hu and to pray to HaKadosh Baruch Hu uh, to save Stone Amora. If so, the time that this tefillah took place was either late afternoon or, or, or evening. If so, Avram Avinu was not metaking tefillah shacharis, but rather he was metaking tefillah smincha, maybe ma'ariv, but he certainly was not metaking tefillah shacharis. From the previous day, when he davened the previous day, Amad in the past tense, which was late afternoon or evening. Why then does the Braise use this as a source for Tefillah Shacharis? I think the solution to this question can be found in the Gemara in Brachos, Davavamud Beis. The Gemara there says, Amar Rabbi Chelbo, Amar Ravuna. Whoever establishes a makom kavua, an established singular place for davening, the Lord of Avram should come to his aid. When this person dies, you say about him, a anav, a chassid, what an anav, what a humble person, what a chassid, He's a humble person, he's a righteous person, he's one of the disciples of Avram, of, Avram, of Avram Avinu. And then the Gemara goes on, How do we know that Avram Avinu was Kovea Makom Litfila? And it quotes the same Pasuk, He woke up the following morning and he went to the place that he stood on the previous day, and Amida is referring to Tefillah, and it brings the same Pasuk, So over here, again, we, we have, we're using this Pasuk, but over here the Gemara understands that Avraham uh, Avinu was Kovea Makalot if he was Kovea Makamut Filaso, then apparently when he went to that same location the following day, that same day, he, that, at that point he davened again. And therefore he, the same place that he davened the day before, he davened the following day. If so, the Gemara understands that if he went back and he specifically to that place where he davened the previous day, it was apparently to daven again. Because Avraham Avinu was Kovea Makamut Filaso. And uh, and therefore we have a raya that Avraham Avinu was metakin to Shacharis. Okay, apparently that's what Chazal understood. 
But uh, I think we're still bothered by by two things. Why are we so convinced that Avram Avinu davened the second day as well? Secondly, um, why not say that Avram Avinu was also matakein tefillas mincha or marav because of the late afternoon tefillah that he had davened the day before? We find that Avram Avinu said two different tefillas. Tefillah A, the first day, was late afternoon. And Tefillah B, the second day, he woke up the next morning and he davened again. Tefillah Shachris, according to Chazal. In order to daven again. So why do we say that, that, that Yitzchak was metaking Tefillah Mincha? Let's say that Avram Avinu was metaking Tefillah Mincha. Okay, I'm going to leave these questions aside for a second. And I want to discuss a little bit the idea uh, that's reflected by this halacha of Kovea Makalit Tefillah. If we take a look at the different Mepharshim, what exactly the parameters of this halacha are, we'll find a number of different opinions. Rabbi Yona brought down in the case of Mishnah, in Hilchos Tefillah Perakei, Rabbi Yona says, "The lo itmar hachi b'mekomos betakneset, kevin de kula makom tefillah in lahakpid im yoshev pam b'zavidzo upam b'zavidzo el ratzaloma shakovei makom tefillah so b'beito." The din of doesn't apply when you go to shul. When you go to shul, the entire shul is a makom that's, that's set aside for davening. And therefore it makes no difference if you sit in one seat or if you sit in the next seat. It doesn't make a difference if you sit in the front row or you sit in the back row. One day you can sit in the front, the next day you can sit in the back. It makes no difference whatsoever. The din of being kovea makom tefilaso is when you don't have the opportunity of going to a makom tefila. When you can't make it to shul and you have to daven at home or you have to daven at work, you have to daven some other place. So the idea over here is not simply to get any, uh, up any place and to begin davening, but you have to have a, a place that's set aside for davening and over there you daven. You have to designate a place as being a makom tefila. You shouldn't feel that wherever you want, you could simply get up and daven and, uh, and, and pray to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. There should be, in your house, a place that's designated for tefillah, and when you daven at home, you always go to that place in your house. And that's the makom tefillah. But when you go to shul, the entire shul is a makom tefillah, and where you sit you know, is, is totally irrelevant. That's according to Rabbi Yonah. The kolbo is a little bit different. Uh, the kolbo says, HaKovea makom tefillah, so okay, Avram Be'ezro, pirush. You should have one specific Beit Knesset that that should be your Makom Tefillah. And you shouldn't go to one shul one day and a second shul another day, but you should have one shul that that's your designated Makom Tefillah. Within the shul where you sit, that makes no difference according to the Kolbo as well, but you shouldn't go shul hopping from one shul to another shul, one minion and another minion. You should have one particular shul that that's a Makom Kavua. Okay, that's according to the Kolbo, but according to the Kolbo also, within a shul, it makes no difference where you sit. You don't have, have one specific Makam Kabua according to the Kolbo. You shouldn't, 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 just shouldn't be jumping around, go minion hopping. But you should have one kihila, that's your kihila, and that's your shul, and that's where you dive in, uh, in a more consistent fashion. The Rush uh, argues on both the previous opinions. The Rush says, Lo bai lememashi ragulus palabek neser achat. It's not coming to tell us, basically, the seat of Rabbeinu Yonah, uh, or, or actually the Kolbo, that you should daven in one particular shul, but 
if you daven in that shul, it makes no difference where you sit. You shouldn't say this way, because we say in Yerushalmi, Somebody should have a designated spot in the shul itself. And therefore, you should have one particular seat in that shul, and that's where you always daven. You shouldn't be davening in the front row one day, in the back row the next day, on the right, right one day, and on, the left, and on the left side the next day. You should have one specific seat, but that's your seat for davening. You should be kovea makom the tefilaso, you should be miyached lo makom, have a singular, uh, unique place, that that's your seat, bebeit haknesed, in the shul itself. So we have three different opinions. According to Rabbi Yona, uh, you can go to any shul that you want. The whole din of being miyachin, kovea makam filoso is when you're not in a shul. According to the kolbo, um, within a shul, it doesn't make a difference where you sit, but you should have one designated shul and you shouldn't go around shul hopping. Well, according to the rush, even within a specific shul, you should have a specific makam kavua, you should have a seat that that's your seat, you should be miyachin makam lo bibeta knesset. Those are the three different opinions. Um, according to all these opinions, we don't exactly understand um, why the Gemara has such lavish uh, praise for somebody who's Koveya Makam Lutfilaso. Tamidav Shalav Ramavinu, Anav, Chasid, Eloke Avram Be'ezro. I mean, there are so many spectaculars here, we don't understand why. You know, somebody who buys a seat in the Beit Knesset before Yom Narayim, so he's so praiseworthy. Um, according to the Kesef Mishnah, that brings Rabbi Yona, I understand the idea of, of, uh, of being humble, that you feel that you can't be kovah any makom where you can daven. And therefore, you have to have a specific place outside of a shul, and you can't daven any place. But you should have to be kovah a makom as a makom tefillah. Because for man to approach God, you know, anochi afa and therefore, man cannot approach God, and therefore, he has to have a place that's designated as as, as his particular uh, makom tefillah. So, when he's in shul, that the entire shul is a makom tefillah. But when he's out of shul, he has to have a place that's designated. I understand why this this um, is reflective of a certain amount of of uh, human humility. That when man approaches God, man should realize that uh, he's finite and he's nothing, and it's not simple that he can simply get up. And to be mispal to Kaddish Baruch Hu, and therefore he cannot do it wherever he wants. But where is the Midas Chasidus over here? And Elokei Avram Be'ezro, and this is the Midah of Avram, who Tamido Shel Avram, he's a disciple of Avram. It doesn't really seem to all fit together. Uh, I think we can get a maybe a different take on this Gemara. If we take a look at a previous sugya on Dafavamid Bez, the Gemara there says, Amar Rabin Barav Ada Amar Yitzchak, Kol Haragil Lavo Lebeit Haknesset Velo Ba Yom Echad, Hakadosh Baruch Hu Mashi Obo. Anybody who comes usually comes to Beit Knesset, he comes every day, and one day he didn't show up. Hakadosh Baruch Hu asks about him, what happened? And the Gemara explains, Im Lidvar Mitzvah Halach Nogalo. If he didn't show up because he was involved in some kind of a mitzvah, then the light will shine on him. Vim the dvarishutalach. However, if he didn't come because of because it wasn't because of a mitzvah, but because of something volitional, he simply didn't show up in shul. Ein no galo. 
then the light will not shine on him. Yiftach b'shem Hashem, my timer, he calls the rest of the Pasuk, Mishum dahavali levtoch b'shem Hashem v'lobatach. He should have had faith and trust in HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and he did not. And since he did not have faith, therefore lo no galo. Things for him will be dark. The question is, what, what are we talking about over here? Somebody that woke up late one day, so that indicates that he didn't have bitachon in HaKadosh Baruch Hu. He didn't have faith in HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and therefore he should remain in the dark. The light will not shine upon him. What does it mean? Every day the guy goes to shul. One day he missed. So if he was doing a mitzvah, wonderful. If he wasn't doing a mitzvah, so he should remain in the dark, because that indicates a lack of bitachon in HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Where is there a lack of bitachon in HaKadosh Baruch Hu? I once heard from uh, Mori Verebi, Rav Salvechik, Zecher Tzadik Levracha, that uh, he explained this Gemara as follows. The Pasuk that the Gemara quotes to say Nogalo or, or a Nogalo is uh, a Pasuk that I, I skipped when I read the Gemara the first time. Mi bachem yirei Hashem shomea kol avdo asher halacha sheichim ve'in Nogalo. Somebody that walks in the darkness and the light doesn't shine upon him. Uh, the Rav Zatzal explained that it's not talking about somebody who woke up late because he stayed up late the previous night, but rather it's talking about somebody who is halacha shechim ve'in ogalo, somebody who didn't have the strength to get up the next day because he's in a depression, he's going through a very difficult time, he doesn't know who to turn to, and therefore he didn't find the strength to get up and to go to shul. Somebody who, who is holech chashechim, velo no galo. Regarding such a person, the Gemara says, Hayel oliftach b'ashem, vimlo batach inogalo. He should have had trust in HaKadosh Baruch Hu. He should have realized that if things are not going his way, if things are difficult, esai enai elaharim, nai ayin yavo azri, if he has no idea where his salvation will come from, then the answer that he has to give himself is Azri Me Imashem Oseshamay Ba'aretz. The only one that the only the only one to turn to is Hakadosh Baruch Hu. And if he's going through a difficult time, that should not be a time that a person doesn't have the strength to get up and to go to shul. That should be a time when a person feels that he has to turn to Hakadosh Baruch Hu, and therefore he goes to shul. In other words, the Gemara here. That's talking about somebody who's Ragel of all, the Beit Knesset, every day, every day he goes to shul. The consistency of his attendance in, in, in shul indicates a certain level of Avodah Hashem. Every day he goes to shul because every day he has to worship HaKadosh Baruch. And every day he realizes that the person to turn, that Hashem, the person, that uh, the one to turn to is the only one, is HaKadosh Baruch. So the idea of Ragil of of constantly coming to, to, to shul, is not only the type of behavior that one has to have, but it indicates a level of Avodah Hashem, and it goes to the root of what tefillah is. In last week's shir, we mentioned that tefillah, at least according to the Rambam, the idea of tefillah is Avodah Shebelev. It's this act of worship. Every day, 
one brings a carbon, the, in the base of the they brought a carbon tamid, carbon shal shachar, carbon shal ben arbayim. And every day, an individual, on an individual plane, one has to worship HaKadosh Baruch Hu with one's heart. By davening to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, you know, minat Torah once a day, but davening midrabanan three times a day. Shachris, mincha, and arvis, which we discussed last week, whether it's rishus or chova. But when davens, when it's over HaKadosh Baruch Hu, worships HaKadosh Baruch Hu, it's an act of worship, and therefore it has to be done constantly and consistently. We always worship HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And that idea of ragel, of all the Beit Knesset, that constantly coming to Beit Knesset, indicates not only you know, the type of behavior that you have to have, but indicates a certain level of Avodah Hashem. People that, no matter what happens, every morning they're in shul. That's, that's how they begin their day. They begin their day by, by, by going to shul and worshipping HaKadosh Baruch And if somebody, because of certain psychological circumstances, doesn't come, what does that say about his Avodah Hashem? What does that say about his Bitachon in HaKadosh Baruch There's something missing. And if he doesn't know that he can turn to HaKadosh Baruch then he remains in the dark. Then it's somebody that's halacha sheichin ve'ino galo. It's not that, it's not that, you know, Hakadosh Baruch will not shine on him. But if he doesn't know, if he's in depression, he's going through a difficult time, and he does, and he cannot turn to Hakadosh Baruch he'll remain in the dark. And the light of Hakadosh Baruch the light of the Shekhinah, will not shine upon him. On the other hand, a person that all of a sudden comes to the conclusion as Rimi im Hashem osa shemayim va'aretz, gam kiyach v'geitz amavus lo iyaraki ata imadi that he knows he can always turn to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, then all of a sudden, he's no longer in the dark. So that's the idea, if so, of Ragel of Olubay Knesset, that constantly coming to, 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 to Shul, day in, day out, always going to Shul, indicates a certain level of Vodas Hashem, and that the coming to shul every day and tefillah in shul is an act of avoda, of worship, that man is obligated to worship HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and when one does that constantly, it indicates a certain level of, of avodah Hashem, and when one doesn't come, not because you know, one day he was sick, or one day he, 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 he just woke up late, he just, you know, the alarm clock didn't ring, and he, and he woke up late. But he didn't come because... He didn't have the psychological strength to come because he's because because he was depressed because it was because it was difficult for him psychologically, and turning to Hakadosh Baruch Hu wasn't the first thing that that he felt he should do in such a situation. Well, that indicates a certain pegiyah and pagam in that level of avodas Hashem, which should be ragil avo the Beit Knesset kol yom. You know, if we want to interpret the Gemara in this way, then I think that we should also be interpreting Kovea Makamut Filaso in a symbolic way as well. Halachically, we saw that there are a number of different ways in which one could interpret Kovea Makamut Filaso. But what is the idea behind being Kovea Makamut Filaso? That idea that not only one comes constantly in terms of time every day, but that there's a specific place that one designates as his makom tefillah. 
Does that indicate a certain kvius regarding his tefillah that one always davens in the same place? That that, that indicates some some quality regarding his tefillah. If one has a specific shul or a specific place within that shul, doesn't that indicate something regarding the, not only, you know, it's not only a question of decorum in the shul and to, that there shouldn't be fights. You took my seat, I took your, your seat. It's not only that, you know, a shul should be supported because you buy seats in the, in the shul, but the idea of kovea makom filaso indicates, you know, adds a certain element of kfius to one's tefillah. That one has to have a tefillah which is kavua. In this, in, it symbolizes a certain level of avodas Hashem. That no matter what, one davens, and it's something that one doesn't miss, and it's irrelevant what happens. And at this point, let's take a look at the content, the context of the kviyas makom of Rav Avinu according to Chazal. The previous day. In the afternoon, he prayed to HaKadosh Baruch Hu to save stone Ba'amora. Fifty tzaddikim, ten tzaddikim, his prayers weren't, prayers weren't answered. The next day, he wakes up early in the morning. And all of a sudden, he sees that stone Ba'amora was destroyed. He sees the smoke, the pillar of smoke. What does Avram Avinu do? Is Avram Avinu upset? Is he chasu shalom mitiach dvarim klape mala? Of course not. Is Avraham Avinu accept humbly the infinite will of HaKadosh Baruch Hu and goes back home? According to Chazal, that's not what he did either. According to Chazal, Avraham Avinu took a third approach. He woke up early in the morning, he went to the same place which was a makom tefillah for him where he had the day before in the afternoon and he got up, he realized his tefillahs weren't answered and he davened again. The kfiyas makhlut filaso, even after your tefillas weren't answered, you don't stop davening. That, according to Chazal, is what Avraham Avinu did. Why did he specifically go to that place where he had davened the day before? Because there you can get a better, better view of Stone Vamara? No. He went to the place Asher Ahmad Sham because, that, because he went to daven again. Even though Stone Vamara was destroyed, he went to daven again. And that's the idea of being kovea makalat filasa. That your tefillah is something which is kavua. No matter what happened the day before, whether your tefillahs were answered or weren't answered, you go the next thing you daven again. That's the anava that's being referred to over here. That one realizes that although HaKadosh Baruch Hu is shomea tefillah, he doesn't necessarily have to, he's not obligated to answer our prayers we realize that the infinite will is something that we can't understand. And at times we pray for things and our prayers are not answered, and that doesn't mean HaKadosh Baruch Hu didn't listen. It means HaKadosh Baruch Hu didn't think that, that's, that, that he had to answer our prayers, even though he listened to them. We pray that HaKadosh Baruch Hu shomeat not necessarily that he answers all our prayers, but he's shomeat And therefore, Avraham Avinu understood that HaKadosh Baruch Hu was shomeat also. And nevertheless, his prayers weren't answered. We say, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, we should be mimalei, mishalsli, litova. He should fulfill our, the wishes of our heart. Litova, because we don't always know what's best. And therefore, sometimes things that we request are not good things. 
maybe, not maybe, it was right that Stone Valmora had to be destroyed. And despite all the prayers of Avraham Avinu, Avraham Avinu's prayers weren't answered and Stone Valmora was destroyed. Lot was saved, but, Av- but Stone Valmora was destroyed. And Avraham Avinu, who was humble, understood this. But not only did he accept the divine will of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, the infinite will, but not only that, he went up and he, and he, and he dominated again. And that's the Hasidus. That's the righteousness. That he understands that even though he might have been disappointed, nevertheless, that didn't mean that he shouldn't daven again. And Avram Avinu gets up the following morning and davens again. And that's the source of Kovea Makamut That's Avram Avinu. That's okay Avram Be'ezra. Because Avram Avinu, according to Chazal, is the paradigm of Tfilos that weren't answered immediately be, be followed by another tefillah. So, Kovea Makam Tfilaso is the kfius of tefillah, even this, or despite the supportment that our tefillahs were not answered. So, Kovea Makam Tfilaso should be understood as symbolic of a level of, of, of Avodos Hashem, of Anava and of Hasidus that we constantly daven, even though sometimes our tefillahs are not, are not answered. And now getting to the question which tefillah was Avraham Avinu Matakein? The previous day when he was Matakein, that tefillah was a tefillah which was analogous to a tefillah B'Shas Tzara. He prayed to HaKadosh Baruch Hu asking and requesting from HaKadosh Baruch Hu his Tachanunim. He was praying to save Stone Vamora, all those people that he felt, you know, human beings that he tried to save. Avraham Ishachet said, even though Stone Vamora were, were the ideological enemies of, 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 of Avraham Avinu, nevertheless, he tried to have human life spared. And he knew that the Amalachim were going to destroy Stone Vamora, and he prayed to HaKadosh Baruch Hu that maybe there's some possibility that Stone Vamora could be saved. That was the Tefillah Be'ez Tzara. That would not be suitable for the Takana of Tefillah as Avodah Shebalev that Avram Yitzhak and Yaakov the next day that he got up and he saw Stomavar was destroyed and nevertheless he davened the following morning despite the fact that his tefillahs weren't answered that was the tefillah of Avodah Hashem and therefore Chazal from this pasuk derived that Avraham Avinu was metakein tefillah shachras because he woke up the morning following the destruction of Stomavar he went to the place that he had davened the day before in order to daven again. Despite the fact that his tefillahs weren't answered, he got up, he went to the same place, the same location, and once again he davened, and at that point, Avraham Avinu was metakein tefillahs shacharis.